Hey, hey, y'all. It's your host, Abby Jo Lee. And right before we get started, I just wanted to tell you guys about our Instagram page, at Kings Kid Convos, where there's encouragement, weekly challenges, and all things about the podcast. But of course, welcome to the Kings Kid Convos podcast, where we have one big convo about living for Christ in the culture today. Kings Kids Convos. Kings Kids Convos. Kings Kids Convos. Kids Kings Kids Convos. Ooh, week seven. We on week seven. Hey, we on week seven. Hey, I'm excited about this episode as I am about every episode, honestly. But it's just because I get a chance to talk about the word of God and talk about it on a platform that God has given me. And what's more exciting than being used by God? Like, I don't know, but it's pretty exciting for me. And I just know that whatever... God wants to do in this episode, he will do. And I have planned this out and allowed the Holy Spirit to speak to me about this topic. And I have no doubt that whoever it needs to reach, it will reach them. So let's just get right into it. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this platform. I pray for those who are listening who feel like they don't have a voice and who feel like they don't have a place, God. But thank you for the freedom to choose, the freedom to choose you, God. And thank you for leading us and guiding us through the right things and on the right path. So I pray for all my listeners. I pray for good health. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I feel like this topic is kind of put on the back burner. And I think one of the one of the more detrimental things to do when you're treading through your spiritual journey is to let things that you don't understand go unaddressed. That's one thing that I've learned over time is that when I don't understand something, it's okay to like pause and not make it a big deal, but make it a big deal. Like if I'm not understanding something in my spiritual journey, unlike in school, they kind of like move on if you don't get it and you just got to hope that you get the test answer right. But with God, he's saying, you know, just stop, get to know it, read the word about it, ask questions about it. The question I'm posing in this episode is coming from early faith journey stage me concerning the topic of free will whether or not I had it, and do we actually have a say? Why do we have a choice if God calls the shots? I never understood free will in the beginning of my faith journey. I often question God, which is something you're very much allowed to do, by the way. And I, I question him about why did I have a choice if my life already had a destiny laid out? Why was there a need to pray even and, and ask for things if they might not even align with what God has for me? In those questions, though, I didn't factor in that although God has a plan A for me, it didn't mean that I wasn't going to choose wrong in the future. And what we don't understand oftentimes is we want God's plan A, but we have to make the right choices to get to his plan A. So let's just break it down one by one. God giving us a choice is what it is. Like, it is what it is. I'm trying to tell you, like, God giving us a choice is a gift. It's a gift of freedom. And I know what some of you are thinking. I actually thought about this point when I was writing um, this. And it was, okay, well, Abby, I didn't ask to be here. And you're right, actually. None of us did. None of us asked to be here. 
Nobody was here before God saying, hey, don't include me in the mix. So you're right. We didn't ask to be here, but we are. (laughs) And we do have a say. So the answer is, do we actually have a say? Yes, we do have a say. And why do we have a say? Because that's just the way God intended it to be. Now that we're here, we have the chance to understand the whys about everything that we're wondering and know that it's a calling. We are called to choose freely and live freely. And why does our opinion matter? In this world, it's so easy to feel as though that your vote when it comes to elections doesn't matter because of electoral college. It's so easy to feel like unless you have a certain amount of followers that you don't have a say and that it has no impact whatsoever. But God cares about our opinion because God loved us enough to not force himself on us. He desires for us to choose a relationship with him. I think I'm always going to use this example. When you're getting to know somebody and you're dating them, you wouldn't want to find out in the end that they entered a relationship with you out of pity or for any other reason besides they wanted to be with you. And that's exactly how our relationship works with God. God doesn't want people who are forced against their will to worship him and claim him and out here spreading the gospel and they have no personal experience, no personal relationship. So if you want to understand how much you mean to God, I suggest getting in a relationship with him. So free will is simply the ability to choose. And no matter what the situation is, no matter what circumstance may come your way, you have two options. Your options are to choose God or choose man, otherwise known as flesh. When your spirit and your flesh are battling in any given situation, it's on the basis of that question. Will I choose God or man? Joshua 24, 15 says that, but if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. So whether or not you're in the face of temptation or something along the lines of someone bringing up your past, You always have a choice, and the Lord always gives us a way of escape. So know that you always have a choice. No one can ever say, and it says this in the Bible as well, no one can ever say that the Lord tempted them, and no one can ever say that the Lord forced them to choose anything. Also, um, I, I so highly advise people get in their words so much is because God never holds back anything. Like, this is why I love when pastors get up on stage and they say, You know, even after you hear my sermon, go read the word for yourself because they're only giving you a summary. They're only giving you their interpretation. When you read the word for yourself, you would see that God lays out all options for you. He actually tells you in the word of God what will happen when you do not choose him. Now, I'm not going to spoil it for you. It's not so great, but I definitely suggest that you read that for yourself. So uncover, uncover what having a relationship with God means. And the very first thing that you do when you start cultivating a relationship with Christ is you accept salvation. When you accept salvation, you're accepting the fact that God got on the cross so that you would never have to live your life in bondage to anything. Not your sin, not your past, not the things like fear, not depression, not anxiety. And if you look at Galatians 5.1, I love this passage because it says Christ has set us free. God sending his only son, Jesus, on Calvary was so that we could be free. I used to get so frustrated at the beginning of my faith journey 
and still do sometimes to this day, hearing people feel as though that being a Christian, being in the faith, being a believer is basically placing you in shackles, like placing you in, in prison. You have a free life in Christ. People see all these rules and they just think, oh, they must be just fooling themselves, thinking that living for Christ is so great. Look at all the things that they can't do. No, but I grew a relationship with God and I saw all the things that I no longer had to be a slave to. I no longer have to care about people's opinions and they just became suggestions. And I began to value God's opinion more than anyone else's. But I'm going to finish Galatians 5.1, which is, yes, Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. He commands us to do that. Never let anybody do that again. Jesus's death gave us the gift of freedom. So accept it. You don't have to stay in bondage to anything, anyone, or any situation. We have a say because God wants a relationship more than he wants a group of minions who claim they know him. And this is where relationship versus religion gets real tight. It gets real tight because so many people, and I I do also get angry at this. I get angry when I see people out on the streets telling people they're going to hell because they're doing all of these things, smoking, drinking. Let me tell you something. Nobody on this planet is any better or less than you. Everyone on this earth in God's eyes is completely equal. No one can tell you if you're going to heaven or hell because they're not God and they don't know. Religion will force itself on you. They will force the rules. They will force the laws. They will tell you that you will, but you don't need them to tell you. Value God's opinion. When you have a relationship with him, that's what you'll do. You'll value his opinion over anyone else's opinion. In the word of God, he tells you what will happen if you do not choose him. But that doesn't mean you're going to hell. (laughs) I say all that to say a real relationship has to be chosen. Choosing God and his will will help you grow into things like wisdom and discernment because those are the things you'll begin to want and ask for. I also want to talk to the people who say, but I kind of like the life I'm living. I like the choices I make. I think I have a really great life. I, I think I make good decisions. I I don't know if I want to conform to the way God wants me to live. Well, have no fear because in the word of God, it really says it. In Philippians 2.13, it says, for God is working in you. That also is another hint or notion to surrender to God's way. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So if you're ever worried or concerned about, oh, will I choose right? Uh, Will I choose wrong? I I don't know. God, please help me. Once you ask God into your life and ask him into your heart, he will help you change your desires. The things that I desired at the beginning of my faith journey, I no longer desire. And that is not to say that that doesn't fluctuate. I used to smoke. I used to drink. That doesn't mean that those desires and those temptations don't come up again. It just means that I have prayed prayers on prayers on prayers to ask God to help me to choose the way of life that he wants me to choose. And that's not easy. I'm not coming on here talking about being a perfect Christian, a perfect believer, and saying that those thoughts won't ever come across your mind or that it's easy to choose God. It's the reason why we have to on a daily basis, pray, on a daily basis, draw on the Lord's hope and strength to get through the things they were going through. 
Romans 3.23, I love Romans. Romans 3.23 says, you will fall short of the glory of God. I guarantee you, you're going to do it tomorrow. You might do it the day after that. Knowingly, you could do it unknowingly. Make no mistake, you will fail God again. And I'm not saying it to browbeat you. I'm saying it to take the pressure off of you. You're going to fail God again. Someone else is going to fail you. But God commands us to not be slave to our sinful nature. So understand that you are a human being who first nature is to do what you want to do. It's to be selfish. It is to care about nobody but yourself. That is your human nature. But the word of God in Romans 8, 9 also says that you're not controlled by your sinful nature. Many times we are giving the reins over to the enemy, to our flesh, to our carnality. And we just think, oh, I have no control over myself. Well, no, a choice was made and God always gives us a way out of it. So accept the fact, whether it was right or wrong, that you made a choice. And if you don't like the choices that you're making, it's okay to say, God, I need you because you need him in everything. And the scripture in Philippians says that God will give you the strength and the power to change your desires and make them more like him. For everything that you're wondering about why you have a choice and how God commands us to act, I, it's, I promise you it's in the word. It's in the word of God. Why do we have a choice in the word? Why it matters to God, it's in the word. I do make these episodes up based upon my experience, but I also do it asking the Holy Spirit and the place he leads me back to every time is the word of God. So get to know God. Get to know him intimately. That's the only way you'll be able to understand your freedom as a believer. Because when I got to know God for myself and experience his goodness, I freely chose to do his will for my life. I wanted the best. When you're dealing with the best of the best, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, not only do you want the best, but he's out here telling you, no, you're an heir to my throne. You're an heiress to my throne. I want you to have abundant life. I want you to have the best. And then you begin to want the best. And I knew that God only knows what's best for me. So understand that it is your choice. No one can force you to accept salvation. No one can force you to have a relationship with Christ. But choose God so you can be on the winning team. Like, who doesn't want to be on the winning team? My suggestion I just always leave some type of piece of advice or call to action is read Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers it is an incredible book it covers the psychological aspect of our minds and the way we think and why we make the choices that we do and then it just points it back to the word of God with practical applications um look at Romans 8 I talked 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 all through uh, Romans 8 today it's a powerful chapter it's about being filled with the Holy Spirit and how to deny your human nature and your human flesh. So freely choose to choose him. Choose God. I'm telling you, choose him. It's the winning team. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. I enjoy recording these episodes so much. So I always appreciate you guys listening. Don't forget the King's Kid Convos podcast is for everybody. So share this with another King's Kid and be blessed. Bye.